0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Tortured Gnome Podcast. My name is Kenneth and I'm the Game Master and Producer of this podcast. So I apologize for the gap in episodes. I thought that I had scheduled us through the month of February, but apparently I never finished editing a few episodes. But we should be back on a regular schedule for a little while going forward. Hopefully school will cooperate and I'll be able to have time to get things done. So tonight we sit down with the cast and crew well, really just cast, since I'm the only crew, and we discuss our favorite moments from Season 1 of the Tortured Gnome Podcast, our favorite characters, and our favorite beating given to the incomparably sleazy Richard Fitzgood. So now is a fantastic time to tell any of your friends who listen to D&D Podcast to start listening along with you. Tell them to catch up all the way through Adventures in Theria, the first season of Tortured Gnome Podcast, all our side games, and anything else that we may have done that I have forgotten about. Be sure that you subscribe to our feed using your favorite podcast app that we can be found on. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at torturedgnomepodcast at gmail.com. That's torturedgnomepodcast at gmail.com. Now, here's this week's episode. Hello, gnomes and noets, and welcome back to the Tortured Gnome Podcast. My name is Ken. I'm going to be your facilitator for the evening, going around the table, starting with Thomas.
1: Uh, hi everybody, my name's Thomas. I guess I'll be talking about Richard good today.
2: And Summer. Hey guys, it's Summer. I'll be trying to answer some questions as best as I can about Tazra Stonehand, your your uh, well, maybe not your favorite mound
0: dwarf, but she should be. And JJ.
3: Hey, it's JJ. Normally I play Samson Riggs, the Dwarven Cleric. Uh, but today. I'm just JJ. We're answering some questions.
0: Last and certainly not least, our resident northerner, Yankee, (laughs) Emily. Good
4: evening. I'm Emily and I normally play Kai, but tonight I'll just be answering some questions about them.
0: Yep. So guys, we finished up our first season with the Tortured Gnome podcast. And of course, it's our second season. Uh, Since we did have our adventures in Theria. And I really wanted to just kind of get your thoughts on this season. And we're going to do a bit of compare and contrast with the last season. Uh, But I want to kind of make sure that we keep the focus on this game. Uh, It's, you know, this was kind of a brainchild I had. You know, when we talked about actually moving out of the world of Theria and you know leaving that world behind, and we wanted to kind of do our own thing, so this post apocalyptic, not really post apocalyptic, kind of weird world uh, was what I thought of. Now, I mean, I'm sure there's some things that a lot of other people would have changed, uh, it's probably some things that you would have changed, although I tried to give you guys some input into the world as well. But I do want to, I want to start out there. How did you feel about the game world? Like, what did, did you like it? Did you not like it? it? You know, what are those kind of things that, you know, maybe that you see? Did you, did you enjoy it? Did you think the characters fit? You know, those, those are, you know, you know any of those kind of things. I know I'm rambling here, but we'll go ahead and we'll start with Tom here. Um...
1: As for that, like, I, I like the world, I like the characters, I wish I had taken some sort of class or maybe played a different character that could have been more more in tune with kind of like the, what the world is. Everything was very, you know, scientific and, uh, you know, more modern in, in some places and ways and uh, just the guy I played just wouldn't have ever looked into anything like that. Um, nor was he really smart enough to do anything. Yeah, I, th- I think I just, if I had known kind of more or less what it was, maybe I could have played something more towards the theme of, of, of the world.
0: And I, and I don't think you really picked a bad character. I mean, this was, you picked a medieval character in a medieval world, and you really weren't expecting to go to the high-tech cities. So that I don't I don't fault you at all for what you did there, what you decided on.
1: Yeah, I just think like uh, I don't know, if one of us had been like an artificer, or just someone that could have like seen something and maybe tried to make something similar, it would have been cool. Just, you know, something you know, to
0: to enjoy. That's all. And ladies and gentlemen, we call that foreshadowing. Since somebody actually took some levels in Artificer now. Artificer, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'll have to learn
1: how to pronounce it so I don't be scimitar in all all season.
3: As long as you're okay.
4: Okay.
3: Look, Scimitar's fine. Just don't say Typhling.
4: typhling.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Well, I I'm just going to kind of go down our
0: my list here on uh, on Discord since I don't have Roll20 pulled up. No reason for that. Uh Emily, what what kind of how did you feel about the game world?
4: So going into it, I was actually really put off of it. Uh, Sci-fi is super not my thing. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be really techy. I'm not gonna like it. I'm gonna struggle to like play a character. But I have really, really enjoyed the world. Uh, Just like the really healthy mixture of seeing all the old buildings and like getting to walk along like the old roads and then going in and letting my character experience like modern day things that are so normal to us is has been really fun to like try and put myself in the perspective of seeing things that that would be like foreign to me. So
0: I can tell you right offhand, I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine. Uh, he saw where I had posted an episode and it actually happened to be one of the episodes where I was trying to explain modern technology. I think it was the first night in the town that the outpost, what you guys stayed at, where you guys met Jonathan. And I was trying to explain refrigerators and stoves and all those kind of things. He's like, dude, you spent so much time explaining that. And I was like, I was trying to actually immerse your characters in that feeling of this is something we've never seen before. You know, this is something that we have absolutely no familiarity with, and that's what I was shooting for when I was explaining those kind of things. I don't know if I don't know if that just came off as, you know, I I, maybe it came off as a little bit of patronizing uh, toward you know to you guys or to to maybe even to the listeners. But that's not what I was intending. I was intending to make it seem like it was just that foreign to you guys.
4: I, I really liked how you explained it, and with this new, like, coming season, I'd really love, with with Kai's new attitude towards things and a little bit lighter in the group, I'd love to see Kai open up to a little bit more, because they've not really been open to any of it so far. So I'd love to, like, get to, like, maybe get to the nitty-gritty of, like, little things.
0: Yep. Yep. What about you, JJ? Uh...
3: You know, I don't know that I knew really what to expect. Uh, we obviously had our our kind of planning world build, building sessions and had a general idea, but uh, trying to put yourself into a super non-techy world that also has that element to it, and that kind of varied from our our first campaign where everything was that medieval setting. But this, we started off that way. Our characters knew that way of life, but you had this whole other side of it Um, but I personally am am really enjoying it it was it was a little tougher for me to fall into it just because we were kind of world building some stuff as we went along so trying to pick up on cues that Kenny was dropping and and trying to imagine it while we're doing it but I didn't think you're patronizing at all Um, I thought it, it played in great with the fact that none of our characters had experience in this and then we're, we're thrown into this world. And like you mentioned earlier, a little bit of foreshadowing, when, when we started planning, I actually looked at building uh, an artificer. Then I guess once we all kind of decided on a class, I realized we didn't have a good healing class and then fell back on a, on a cleric. Uh, figured we uh, probably gonna need it. So I even think uh, you said, Kenny, at some point, that this was gonna be a little more of a, a brutal world. and. Uh, punches weren't going to be pulled as much so to speak but I'm enjoying it um, I think it's I think it's much fun I, I can't wait to see where kind of go from here like uh, M said with we we kind of had the inner turmoil but with reveals there at the end and the way Kai maybe has a different look on things um, it'll be a lot of fun
0: what about you Summer
2: So, kinda like, um, um, I do like sci-fi, but I wasn't expecting it to be like that. Like, it it was, I feel like it was a good transition, like when we did see, like, more of the modern stuff, it was, it was a really good, like, you know, it was like normal D&D, you know, you're way back when, and like that's all I'm used to playing and it was just really nice to see modern stuff and like our characters engaging in it and I I I like the word world I I think it's really nice like I I wasn't expecting it to be like that but I think we all really adapted well to it and with our characters i think we all played really good with it
0: yeah and i i I really liked the way that your characters were so apprehensive about things and then you know you guys were kind of picking up pieces as you go and you Mm -hmm. know and then by by the end you guys are just watching cartoons on tv <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So you kind of answered one of my one of my other questions. Was yeah, you know, the favorite thing about the world? Uh, just you know, kind of in passing there. So I think I'm going to go ahead and just skip on that one. Uh, unless somebody has just something specific uh, that they want to mention about being their favorite thing in the world there.
4: Uh, I don't
0: think I have anything to add to that. Okay. I do want to talk about character concepts. because because, and we're and we're going to dovetail this into another question. So, how did we come up with those character concepts, and what were some of your thoughts in designing these particular characters? And we'll we'll actually start with M this time.
4: Oh boy! Um, so actually, I put a lot of thought into Kai, and normally my my character conception conceptions is that the right word?
5: Concept. 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 Concept,
4: um, my character Concepts come from A drawing or a doodle Um, but this time with Kai I really sat down And I really wanted to play something Really different than what I have ever Played before Um, and Kai is extremely Very different from Ren Zelda Especially Um, but I wanted to try like a more masculine player Even though I'm not a very (laughs) masculine Person Um, but I knew that I wouldn't be able to pull off just a full-on like he-man buff character which is why i went with the they them and i wanted a character that had just a lot of angst and heavy drama built into them and just to bring something to the group other than like comfort and motherliness i kind of wanted to be the problem child of the group uh <laughs> so but yeah i I think Kai's not the same as what I thought they were going to be when I made them, but I I'm pretty pleased with how Kai has turned out, and how I've played their character.
0: Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed kind of watching Kai, you know, kind of morph from just this standoffish, you know, just uber bitch. Really, I mean, just that's, yeah, <laughs> that's that's just kind of where where things were, and just this badass. And then the first fight gets her ass beat yeah you <laughs> know just kind of the there, there was no humble to that there was no there was no humility uh that was picked up there it was just a huh it' was like well I'm glad i had some glad i had some peons to back me up here on this one yeah and then just kind of watching it as as kai becomes more curious about things and and actually building relationships with with Samson and with and with Tazra. And then even that love hate relationship with you know with Richard, you know, love to hate him. Uh, and I think, yeah. I think that was that was probably a mutual thing. We'll get we'll get there in a minute.
4: Yeah, Kai I've definitely have always played characters that have wanted to make friends. So Kai's my first lone wolf. So it's it's been a lot of fun to um be rude for <laughs> for once. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun with it.
0: You know, I, I do that every day in class like well, yes I, <laughs> yeah, get to work and I, I did that for a living for 20 years but what about you JJ tell me tell me about how you came up with Samson
3: well it was actually not as I kind of stated earlier not even not just my second class choice but not even a character concept I initially thought of when we started talking about this I envisioned a kind of an artificer, steampunk. I uh, actually was taking inspiration, uh, Any anybody who watches anime, Kabinari um, of the Iron Fortress, uh, pretty good zombie anime, but they use steam-powered um, weapons. And I had that kind of concept building, uh, using some sort of uh, crossbow, uh, not modern firearms, but steam-powered crossbow and factor that in. And, Try to spin the the magic as uh, like different bolts that he would craft, and that was his spell slots. And that's still floating around back there with the thirty or so other character concept I've got floating around. Um, but really, I just never really connected with it. And then when I we started talking about okay, what's everybody playing? Kind of again leaning towards that. Okay, we need a I'll I'll do a healing class and trying to work that in and um, thought about a a dwarf because, okay, I could play that off as he's been in the mountains his entire life for, you know, a hundred or so years, has no concept of really what the outside world is or has become, and escapes the mountains through some sort of, you know, traumatic thing that kills off a bunch of his people and and is trying to venture out and figure that out uh but kind of like em i wanted to do something a little different we've done a couple little side games and some different stuff uh our our evil characters in the the west bay chronicles those are kind of fun but you know in our our first campaign everything was so you know rainbows and kitty cats until the finale kenny and then uh (laughs) But I, yeah, I did the classic trope of, I'm a fighter, he has a tragic backstory, but he's a good guy, and this and that, and look Drakus was fun, he's a uh, really great character to play, and easy character overall in our, in our setting, me being newer to D&D, but I wanted that, kind of like Em said, not, I didn't go the full on like indifferent, almost bad guy, but just kind of old man who's seen too much shit and has no patience for anything. Uh, i hope i tried to portray that well especially when uh, he he thought he saw something in in kai in, in the arena and fighting until they got absolutely stomped on in the first couple fights they were in and he, he learned real quick maybe there's there's more and then less to uh, the, the the front that kai's putting up uh, and i think fell into that more that Fatherly grandfather, like, all right, kids are gonna drive me friggin' nuts. Just let's not get killed, okay? Uh, uh, Richard's a different story, of course, but it's just it was just different. Um, trying to, and I, I know we talked about this before. I had some trouble connecting with Samson as a character at first, versus Dracos. I think I fell right into it, just like Em did, Roselda, and Tom did, um, Cyprus, uh, and even. When Summer joined us part way in with Ellie, I think those just fell in great. But this was definitely harder for me to get in that mindset and, and okay, what is he thinking? You know, what is this, this person who's lived a couple hundred years and seen some shit, but he's also just a grumpy old man too. But it a lot of fun. I'm, I think we all kind of fell into our characters there more by the end. And, gonna be I can't wait for our next go-around
0: yeah and I mean nobody really I don't think we really told anybody but the whole Samson is a homunculus we did that on the fly like like we talked yeah. about that like over over a couple of DMs and was like you know Sam's like well I'd like to do this and I was like well how about we do this and he's like well well, what if we did this? And then I was like, here's what we do to make all that work. And he's like, mm-hmm. perfect. So that we actually built that part of the lore of the world, you know, just through a few DMs and kind of figure out exactly how we wanted to introduce that stuff. And we tried to drop a few hints to you guys along the way about, you know, you know when he started acting weird, when he started interacting with the new technology I was just, you know, kind of giving him the prods to, you know, like if you want to do it here, here's here's where
3: you can do it. Yeah, that was that was really fun. Um, I think addition, especially considering, like I said, it was. I'd have to go back and look at our DMs, but it was just, hey, what about this? I think this would be fun. And then, like you said, the back and forth, and we sprouted this whole new side of of this character that I had no idea was even going to come out at one, when we started this game, when I solidified Samson as a character. And that's been a whole journey, but it's been really fun too. And then factoring in the, the last bit here where I kind of rearranged and, and, and put those puzzle pieces in his brain back together and unlocked that artificer, you know, engineer, designer side of things. Uh, I'm going to have to brainstorm some more on that how I can incorporate that more but I think that's going to add a, another dynamic that's that can be really fun for this world especially yeah
0: and that's you know, I try to say yes and as much as possible mm-hmm. because that's where you get your wildest wackiest and most fun you know character moments and you know fight moments and things like that it's like yes and <laughs> you know the the, the the first the first rule of improv and you know i'm you know i'm i kind of had to have become a master of improv you know just teaching for these you know for these last this into the second school year it's like well that's not how i plan for this to go let's make this work <laughs> it's uh, like like tim gun on
3: project runway says make it work uh, well I-, I won't take up any more time let summer answer. It just, it never ceases to amaze me, even when I've gone back and listened, realizing that none of this is scripted, save for little bits like the Samson backstory. Everything else is just on the fly and how the characters interact, and it just amazes me every time we play how D&D works and how, really cr- how it opens this creativity in, in all things.
0: Yeah, and I I love D and D for that. It's just you know it gives you a an outlet. It's like I've tried to write before, like writing a book, and like it just like you you hit a wall because there's not really anybody to bounce things off of. So it's it's kind of like you know one of my favorite shows. Whose line is it anyway? It's all straight improv. It's here's here's the deal and go, and it's just you know anywhere between one and four people just doing their thing. But we will go ahead and move on. We'll jump over to summer. So, tell me a little bit about Tazra. What what were your inspirations, and how'd you come up with Tazra?
2: Honestly, I yeah, just I I was like, I'm going to play a totally different character. Like, I've never played a character like her. And, like, I've made a few characters. But they're, um... They're all kind of in, like, what Em said. Like, you know, friendly and want to make friends. And kind of just... Um... Not how I played this one. Except for, like, maybe, like you know, like love interest. I, I feel like that that just is something that will always kinda come out a little bit. Um but like I just I was like, you know what? Let's just play a whole totally new thing. Let let's see how we like this. And I so far I I really enjoy it. Um the whole monk thing is a little, um, some kind of complicated. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, um, Hey guys, you know, because where I haven't played a character like that. And like, I don't think I've been around too many people that have played a monk. So it was kind of just like a, a whole 180 thing.
0: I, mean, um, I don't. I don't think any of us have played monks either, but it's just one of those deals. Like I've listened to enough podcasts, I've heard enough, I've read enough about knowing what, you know, what we're what we're looking for when we're getting, you know, when, when you're looking for a monk, and you know mm-hmm. your extra attacks and things like that. So the mechanical stuff, I try to remember your guys's basic mechanics. Yeah. You know, but but if you really want to go. You know, super deep into it, you really need to know your, you know, your mechanics of your character, and I know that's a little difficult with us playing every two weeks, uh, and sometimes even longer than that. So I try to keep up with some of it.
2: Yeah, and like that, that's been like really helpful because, like, you know, we all have busy lives, and sometimes it's hard to, you know, sit there and research everything you need to know, and yeah. like, um. I'm really like when I come back, I, I'm, I really am gonna try and know everything and try and learn so I can feel like I'm giving it my all. Cause like I, I kind of felt like I did, but not, not all. I guess like maybe like 90, 85, 90% I was giving it, but it's just the mechanics are weird. And I'm I'm not used to it.
3: We'll, well, throw a quick two cents in here. It also is different for us. Uh, myself, I gotta refamiliarize myself every time. Unlike I won't drop names, but other podcasts that either do more, record more frequently, or just that every episode there's two, three, four different fights. We don't get the experience of those mechanics. Like mm-hmm. maybe some others do, it's more of a, a roleplay heavy versus a combat heavy, which I think is good. We've gotten more fights this one, but still, it's not every session. It's you know four hours recording, and we get into four different fights and have all this different stuff, and that that doesn't help things. But I mean, like I said, we all got lives and can only do so much. But I I don't think mm-hmm. you did a bad job at all. Monk is a complicated class.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it it definitely is. Like, it's definitely something that... Um... I feel like if you are going to play a monk... Definitely, like, you know... Try and research all about it. And see... Everything about it. Um... But... I... I've really enjoyed playing her. I've really enjoyed Tazra. Um... Like I said, totally, totally different um, from what I've played, but so far I'm really enjoying her. Um, I didn't put as much time as I guess I really wanted and needed to, Um, but I feel like she has done alright so far. Um and like I've like I said I've I've been really enjoying it and hopefully everybody else does too. Um but yeah she she just she was something that I wanted to like I was just like, you know what I'm gonna play something completely out of ordinary for me. like totally different.
0: Yeah, and I, I really think I, I really liked your character. I thought that Tazra had a had a good backstory, and we got to explore a little bit of that when you guys met with with Hupa. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me. So that really kind of gave us a good you know a good, a good look at a monk class, and I think that's just it was, I think you had I think I think I felt you having fun with it. I've got another question here in a bit uh that'll mm-hmm. you know that'll kind of help you with 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 that one so uh you know last on this question let's go ahead i i i didn't do this intentionally when i decided i was going to push down one on the list uh but let's go ahead tell me about richard tom how did you come up with the ball extraordinaire
1: I think I just wanted to kind of have a little bit more say in what happened this this time around, whereas Cyprus was just kind of always, uh, like, backseat, like, go wherever, you know, always, always kind of uh, agreeing, like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, something we can do, or even if he didn't agree, just kind of bowing out and doing it anyway. I wanted Richard to just kind of be more direct and have a little bit more, more kind of say in what was going on, and, uh, you know, Not just be the the quiet guy that folds to everything, kind of be the opposite and get to play, you know,
0: a bit of an asshole. because
1: you know, everyone likes playing asshole from time to time.
0: (laughs) Well, I think I think you really did it well. You know, the the tragic backstory with the wife got you know, the mur you know murdered because you were being a you know, you know, stealing from the company that you were working for. You know, i thought that, that was a you know a good backstory and you know, the- and
1: you know i think if if any of the backstory could have came out earlier it could have maybe saved him in the party's yeah. eyes but it, it was just too late and probably seemed like a load of shit by the time it came out and you know by the time you've done that much douchebaggy stuff it's like there's no saving you
0: yeah and i think that there were a couple of there was there was at least one opportunity for sure uh, there was the locket incident you know with, with just Richard and Kai and I think if maybe that had been Samson and Richard maybe that was a little bit different of a conversation but you know I thought there was an opportunity for you two to connect there and it just it it just didn't and I don't know if that was a that was character decisions from both you and Em, uh, or if that was a you know just the the way that it fell down that fell out like that
1: yeah I, I don't think uh he was he was looking for a reason to change he he had you know his mission in mind he wanted to you know get revenge and then especially at the end he uh, kind of got hit in the throat with a hey your your revenge is already gone before you get there and it's like you know his whole reason for for continuing on was even taken from him, so I think he was just kind of distraught by the end. And then yep. being being repeatedly beat up and and just you know shit on by the party, <laughs> he didn't have a whole lot of trust in you know having them help him do anything.
0: Anything else you want to add, or I've got another question for the other three. Actually, no, I mean no, vent. go for it. So <laughs> let's let's ask this question. What ass whooping of Richard's was your favorite?
2: I think when I punched him.
3: Which time for, you punched him?
2: <laughs> um, there
3: was like a dozen. I, I made a note. Hang on, I'll find it. For, for me anyway. Go ahead, Summer.
2: Um, let me see. I punched him really good. Twice, I think. I can't remember fully at the very
3: said- moment.
1: Yeah, okay, he has yeah. a note about his favorite beating of Richard Hold on, do you take a note yes.
3: on that? Yes So no, what I did was as I listened back When we were preparing for this I, I would listen to an episode and make a note When something would happen i be like, oh yeah, I like that, or I have a question about that It was in episode 3 When Tazer rolled two Crit In a yes. row And uh, busted Richard in the kidney <laughs> yes, that's the it, one. That's the one. Because it was like, you rolled a crit, and then, I forget the exact instance what happened, but Kenny's like, alright, roll it again, and sure as shit, she rolled another nat 20, and then he's like, alright, this is what's going to happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the one that I was talking about. I, uh, it, it gave me great pleasure in doing it.
0: And that's the fight that 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 one right there was the one that led up to the fight where Richard died. It, it was. Because he didn't that, heal the, after. Oh, yeah, He did not he did not heal after that. He didn't burn hit die, and he died in the next fight. And pooed his self.
1: No one healed Richard, <laughs> is what you mean. No one healed Richard.
0: <laughs> Richard Richard had time to heal himself with hit die. There was plenty of time. <laughs>
2: yeah that that was my favorite
3: yeah that was good i'll also take a little bit of responsibility for richard actually dying because i was looking at the turn order wrong i was like oh he'll on the next one and then you failed all three death saves i'm like oh never mind
0: right yeah oh oh oh, shit Uh, literally (laughs) oh shit yeah What, what about what about you em did you have a favorite richard ass whooping that uh that you wanted to mention
4: uh, when i slammed him in the cart against the wall by the neck i that was that was good that gave me so much satisfaction
2: that that was a good one feel on that the was whip a good one
4: too yeah with the whip i took his <laughs> whip
0: yeah that was yeah that that seemed that was uh, that was our running gag the entire you know the entire series you know, like food was our, our biggest deal in Adventures in Theria mm-hmm. and it, food played a big part in this one it seemed like every episode Richard was getting beat up <laughs> like true. it was like every, <laughs> uh, every episode I was like how is Richard going to get beat up this time
3: well so and I don't know if I'm stealing one of your uh, questions here but kind of related to that not only richard getting beaten up but um when richard slapped kai across the face oh like that was palpable
4: the anger that came from my body when that happened
3: it
5: was
0: <laughs> i could I could it it. was I'm angry <laughs> i was so mad Kai, Kai was angry, but him was angry. Like, you could hear it in the voice. Yeah. It was, if I ever it get was... any
1: concept art done, I'm getting that done and sending it to him.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to look like one of those old Batman things with a pow on the flight. I know.
0: It is like the Batman one. Well, I mean you could just you could just low concept. Oh, see that one and just you know switch out Richard you know Richard for Batman and the back of Kai's head for Robin or a or a side shot of Robin. I mean you could just low effort it.
1: Uh that's not worth it though.
3: That was just that was so shocking, but it was so magical.
2: Yeah. That that was a very
0: crazy moment. I I thought Richard was going to die there, like mm-hmm. I thought that that. I
4: would, had like, to roll on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely rolled. Like we didn't have like the only thing that happened in AIT that was close to that was the finale it was you mm-hmm. know, the penulti- penultimate when you know the poor young girl bit it, you know, you know, got you know got you know, <laughs> that was that that, that was
1: that died. I don't remember.
3: Was, <laughs>
0: yeah, that was uh like, like, like you could just like you, you heard just like the pain. In JJ, yeah, in JJ's voice like, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. No, 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 not, not, not Kenny. Not, not this DM. This DM
3: wouldn't do that. Well, they, I just especially because we were worried or at least i was that entire week because i forget who did it was it tom that rolled a nat one on our yes encounter and you told us you got no idea so when we faced like these big snakes we're like oh this is it this is it this is it and then we ran through them like hot knife through butter and we're like that wasn't it and then when that happened (laughs) it was just like oh no there it is
0: Well, yeah. I, I already I already had that encounter set up like that. That encounter, mm-hmm. as as it was, was built. It that the all the all the the all my monologue, you know, I, I riffed a little bit with it, but I I pretty much had all that written. The I was going to have everybody, you know, I was just going to bash everybody's heads in, but just with that nat one i was like oh no i have to i have to twist the knife now i i have to i have to let let this be as painful as possible i was like how can i make it painful with that nat one oh yeah there's a little girl involved yes. let me let me let me do that and then
3: like yep. that is the equivalent of uh john wick's dog and opie on sons of anarchy
0: yeah, I mean it was the you know the, that that horrifying moment of, of death there. Let's see here, where do we want to go next? So well let's dovetail off of Richard's ass whooping. Well let's let's go ahead now that we're kind of done talking about character concepts, so let's do a little a little compare and contrast here. So let's, let's start with, with JJ here. Tell me about, you know, you did a, you talked a little bit about your experiences with, between um, uh, crap. <laughs> Dracus, mm-hmm. uh, versus Samson Kyle, like, it's like, has it been that long? So it's, like, it's been, it's been over a year now, I think that yeah. since, since we played, uh, well, we, we we had the, you know, the 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 epilogue, but that was almost that a year put. ago.
3: That was Thanksgiving last year.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we wrote. Yeah, we did that on Thanksgiving last year. Sure did. So, kind of give me an idea of how, you know, give me, you know, how, how you feel, yeah, you know, one
3: versus the other. That's that's tough because, as I said. Dracus was my first venture into actually playing D&D and, and, and really into the, the whole RP aspect in general. Uh, and I, I think I, I felt like I, I learned quite a bit on that aspect as we played through that, but also able to bounce that off of the others and, and helps me come out of that kind of shell to get in that mindset more whereas this one uh, could piggyback off of that but is also trying to get into this other mindset of of this different character that was so different but I almost not a definite answer but I almost I, I think I almost enjoy playing Samson more because it's it's harder to do the class is more complicated than a fighter obviously Uh, it's not just hit stuff with sharp stuff there's spells and buffs and debuffs and various things that go on that and then you got the healing aspect of oh yeah I gotta keep these idiots alive because they keep rushing in and not healing between fights and getting thrown off balconies or almost thrown off balconies and they can't even play nice so it's like herding cats So that they had that aspect of it, on top of just continuing to to try to get more comfortable and and learn everything about the the mechanical settings of D&D, but also the the role play aspect of just this world. But I I said I really enjoy playing Samson. So totally different, but it's it's. Definitely, uh, out of the even the side games we played, he's up there for for kind of my favorite characters that, that we've we've messed around with so far. Okay. What
0: about what about you, Summer? Tell me a little bit about your feelings of, of Tazra versus Ellie.
2: Um, I still really miss Ellie. Like, I I like Tazra because of her being, like, real tough and, you know, kind of more, I guess you could say, masculine, I guess you could say. Um, As Ellie was not. um, I think I just felt more connected with Ellie. And I think that's where... Um, I kind of need to be like... You know... You chose this other character. You chose to be... Totally, completely different. So... We just need to move on. But, um... It's... She's definitely... is definitely a, a really nice... I guess, experiment. Into... Something different. And I'm glad that I made her the way that I did. But I I still do Miss Ellie. A lot. I don't know. I guess... I'm that kind of person. Me, personally. I don't like too much change. And I totally changed it up. (laughs) So... It's definitely totally different. But... I'm really enjoying it um I'm enjoying her she just you know with Ellie it was just like oh I can really connect with her and you know she's kind of quiet like me like the real me and Tazra is not really anything like me and I think that's why I'm having a little bit of trouble getting into her.
0: Yeah. And, the, and that, and that, will happen, you know, just as, you know, as, as you play different characters, you know, you're going to find that you just struggle sometimes and, you know, picking up what you want that new character to feel like. And sometimes yeah. that just, that just makes, you know, make, it makes life hard. Mm-hmm. yeah I think, that, I think that you played it really really well so I mean I that part of it I don't feel really was a problem for you thank you all right Tom we I mean we know that it didn't get you know, you know it was pretty pretty uh pretty different for you like probably the most drastic change I would say from Cyprus to to
1: uh to Richard yeah I'd, I'd say I definitely enjoyed playing uh Cypress more he was more easily relatable for me whereas Richard it's just uh kind of pick like the most dick move I could pick out of the scenario and that's kind of what he would go with uh, he's pretty self-serving and just trying to, trying to get to the end of his own uh, own road he wasn't really concerned with anyone else's but uh because he didn't have the means to do it by himself, he thought eventually he would have a party to assist him with it, but it just never happened, and he kept getting let down by, in, in his mind, let down by the people who were supposed to be helping him over and over and over again, and just kind of becoming more bitter. Richard was fun to play. Um, once in a while, you know, it's fun to act like the, the customer where I work rather than the person who gets to deal with those people. <laughs> um, but uh i, I he's he, he took more thought to play because like i said he's more more far away from my actual personality and uh well at least you know i like to think i don't act like a richard mm. overall like i said i think cyprus was more fun to play because i could just kind of be more jokey and have more fun and then uh kind of lay back a little bit more and let the party kind of make more of the decisions whereas Kind of with Richard, it's like, even if he didn't get the the okay with his decisions, I felt like he needed to at least attempt to make more being the card o- owner and kind of get stuff moving along.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I think they said that even more so than Rensel to Kai, I think that, that your, you know, your jump from... You know, from Cyprus to Richard, I think was even, was, I think it was more shocking to the, you know, to the listeners as well. I think if I had
1: gotten a place shopkeep a little bit more with them, it may have been a little fun too, but uh, there, there was just too much going on to worry about doing anything like that. Oh yeah.
0: All right, Em. Um, Hit us with it.
4: Okay, ask the question again.
0: Yeah, or just kind of compare and contrast your, your experience with, with Kai versus Renzelda?
4: Um, oh gosh. They're like two completely different people. I think like everyone else we had talked about like really struggling to connect with our characters when we first started playing them with this season. Um, Renzelda was a very safe easy character but also a first for me I had never played a cleric before or a spellcaster um, same with Kai I've never played a fighter it's always been very rogue or ranged for me Kai I feel leans more into my my sassy side I I found it pretty easy to play Kai compared to Renzelda Renzelda's been a very soft character but Kai. Kai has been a challenge for me to remember to be consistent with the attitude and the personality and the way that they do treat others. Overall, I've really liked Kai. They have really grown on me as a character and have changed a lot um, that I expected them to so I'm really excited to see where they're going to end up going and how their personality is going to end up being.
0: Okay. Yeah and like I said I, I liked just the difference that you know you know you guys were able to play something different. You know and I th- I think that it was you know, you guys pushed yourselves and you know wanted to do something different this time out.
4: Yeah and I've I've really enjoyed that unintentionally Tom and I have created very very similar characters and it has just created such issues within the group where it is just so so different from our last group where everybody got along and we were all best friends and now this one it's just like everybody hates each other and nobody gets along (laughs) there's no like fun campfire you know stories or talking or getting to know each other no going with your friend and crying with them at their grave at their best friend's grave because you know you're so close it's (laughs) it's like always at each other's throats with this one and i've i've really loved that
3: well, and too, that, but also the fact that that's just a character. Too many times I've seen the, the, the horror story memes of the, the douchebaggy player who everybody hates, but this is literally just y'all playing really good, two sides of the same magnet pushing against each other.
1: I was going to yeah. say, like, mine and M's characters' relationships were totally different between the <laughs> two I know, oh, yeah. we went
4: from lovers to haters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah went from having, having a thing to just, like, wanting to kill each other while actually attempting to
0: kill each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you say haters, and now all I can see is uh, Dave Chappelle as, as uh, Silky Johnson talking shit about <laughs>
1: Richard. That's a great name, by the way. I'll have to keep that in the back of my mind.
0: <laughs> uh, if you've never watched the Dave Chappelle show, go back and watch the player haters ball. And now and 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 see how Richard would fit in with that crowd. Oh uh-huh.
1: boy. That... S- Silky Johnson.
0: Silky Silky Johnson. <laughs> Oh, dear. All right. Let's see here. Where do we want to go? Oh, we got a few more questions here. Who is your favorite NPC, Summer?
2: Oh, man. um, Gosh. Can you name a few of them?
0: Well, I mean, you had Hupa himself, and then there's your mm-hmm. Major Domo that was there. You had Jonathan... Uh, you had Gregory, you had um, Harry Foot, the, 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 the oft mentioned but never seen Brandon. Um, <laughs> Victor, the True. yeah Victor who was emissary of Pill. Forget him. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, those are some of the big ones. Yeah.
2: Um guys I I don't know. I, I guess maybe Cuba only because like he that scene like going like all of us in there and then him showing us all of our past. Um it was very interesting on how we were all there and then all of a sudden it was just like boom like, whoa, what happened? We were standing with a guy and all of a sudden, we're back here. Like, I, I think he's the one that, like, really kind of stuck out because i I've, I've, I'm
0: terrible with names. But, um... <laughs> that that guy in the town, you know the one.
2: <laughs> yeah, that one. He did this.
0: Well, I mean, but- we didn't have... We didn't have to ask that for Ellie last time. We knew who her favorite NPC was. <laughs> her, her minstrel.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. But um, yeah, cuz you didn't really get too much. Like I didn't really have too much of a connection with him in the beginning. But it was definitely in I I thought it like it was really interesting how he he did that like we were and then like all of a sudden like boom we all woke up and we were all like what happened and like i don't know he was just really like you've seen his power right off i guess and that that's what really kind of has pulled me towards him
0: and i was able to pull off a, a dream sequence for you guys and didn't even have to make it a dream yeah. Richard, who was your favorite? Who was who or uh Tom, who was your favorite NPC? Excuse me.
1: I enjoyed a few, but uh even though it was a short interaction, um I liked the uh the elf gentleman I hit on at the bar.
0: Oh, oh. yeah, we never he never even had a name.
1: No, that's why it's just the elf gentleman. Yeah. But uh it yeah. just it just gave me a good chuckle. I enjoyed the interaction, so that I, I think he'd probably be my favorite. Even though he did not accept my advances, <laughs> he did not.
0: He he rebuffed you. M. <laughs> as most people did with Richard, <laughs> yeah, as everybody did with Richard, everybody but Yupa. Yupa was the only one that didn't rebuff you. He tried to help you. M. Who was who was your favorite?
4: I gotta I gotta go with the very first one. Uh, was his name Harryfoot?
0: foot, yeah.
4: Yep, yeah, I I really liked him. He was a good, strong start, and he's just real sleazy. I loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a slimy,
3: sleazeball ball business halfling? It's true. JJ, uh, I'm glad I went last because it gave me time to think and uh, and steal some of y'all's answers. Um, this campaign had. And I don't want to down, downplay this by saying it didn't have quite the wide array of NPCs as a first campaign, uh, especially not yeah. Tom's favorite, Valkan the Magnificent.
0: Uh, I was using that voice in class today, and it was oh, so much fun. It, <laughs> it,
3: it gave, gave me such joy because it just it rubbed Tom just like broken glass and it was magnificent. Uh, But this campaign, it's close between Hupa and uh, Harryfoot because, like M said, it was a good start, kind of like starting pistol out the gate, this sleazy little halfling businessman who's akin to Richard in a lot of ways, which made Samson dislike him immediately. Uh, But then... With Hupa realizing that, like Summer said, you got a sense of the power of this, which I think was a good look for the world aspect, seeing how powerful these uh, AI entities, deities, whatever they are, are, and what they can do, and the power that they do hold. But able to bring that in, and bring Samson's past kind of back around and, and meld all of that into one. Uh, I think that was a really good just look at, at what is possible from a world perspective with with this this technology. Um, but also, I just, I just think their their personalities stood out. Uh, I definitely liked uh, Victor uh, from Pell. That was that was a good just. Not a throwaway character, but it was a good, good little villain in, entry, uh, introductory character, uh, and the various different ones I met. Uh, I, oh, I did like to just hit me the uh, forget his rank, like the commander or general of the office that Richard kept breaking stuff on his shelf. Uh, oh
0: yeah, like and, it, yeah, and
3: didn't shoot him. Oh, and then when uh, who was it that Richard tried to lift his pistol and he flipped him in the elevator? Was that Jonathan?
0: That was Jonathan who did yeah, that. Yeah, that, that,
3: that was good too. Like, a lot of... Like I said, it didn't have maybe as many huge standouts as the first one. Like, obviously, the BBEG or the first campaign. You know, father, uh, was it Bryson? Bryson, yeah. Yeah, and then Valkan and a couple other ones that I think were more built into the Theria world that were still yeah. very big characters. But this one had a lot of smaller moments, but it still... Brought everything together, but yeah, overall, Hupa and Harry Foot stood out the most to me. Those were those are just fun. Okay.
0: Let's see here. Let's well, let's ask this question, Tom. Who was your favorite player character? It can't be yourself.
1: Well, I, hmm, I'd have to say I think uh, Samson. Just, just because he was kind of the only one I could halfway turn to throughout the campaign, and uh, his his little uh, finding out he's he's kind of like a ghost in a shell at the end was kind of interesting. Yeah, and 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 you know had some uh, good and bad interactions with him. Like he he was kind of middle of the road, so he was kind of useful on both sides. If like there was an argument going on, he could be in it both ways. Kind of like either the one you're arguing with or the guy trying to trying to stop the argument. But he was he, he was
0: useful for the group. Yeah. M, who was your favorite PC that wasn't Kai?
4: As terrible as he was, I, I really, really liked Richard and I throughout the entire campaign I just admired Tom for sticking to this this work of a character because it just <laughs> amazed me every time how sleazy he was and just the comments he came up with i was just very impressed with him and really loved the character
0: Yeah, i mean tom's dedication to the the awfulness of, of richard was absolutely commendable like i've never seen i've never had somebody stick into character that hard i've always been able to give him to break it a little bit to you know to, to kind of move them in a particular direction and Richard would not budge.
2: He really wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I definitely get, I definitely get that. And I Tom, my hats off to you on that one. It's it was impressive. It was. JJ, thank you. Thank
3: you. That's I mean, that's so such a tough question because everybody was so different from before. I definitely like Something about every single character, but and I do agree with M that Tom did almost too good a job staying in character that I can't believe he didn't have to go have a cigarette and a shower after every session just because he felt such, like a greasy, you know, dirt bag. Um, no who said Tom. he didn't? Well, true, but uh, I'd have to say Kai just because it was even though we knew some of their backstory just the uh, twists and and turns and then with with reveals kind of at the end and even some stuff that I think most of it made it in but uh, M shared some stuff with me for a side character concept I had but just let you see that uh, it was just really hard shell but there was something so, like, fragile and innocent inside. It was just broken into so many pieces that, I don't know, it was just very, very deep character. Uh, I mean, Tom was, or well, Richard had depth, but I, I didn't feel it quite as much as I did with Kai, uh, because so much of Richard was just, he's an ass. Yeah. At least what what our what, not metagaming, but what our character saw. But you know, Samson saw the, the the breakdown, and there at the end, as a character, realized what he what he saw versus what actually was going on, and what was going on in inside Kai's mind, so to speak, was 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 a really deep. Um, and even even Tazra, like she's so even keeled middle of the road uh, i know that they didn't see each other's little dream sequences but at least from a from a player standpoint not a character standpoint i guess i didn't realize the some of the trauma that even Tazer may have had but has i think held together better than kai but also hasn't experienced quite the level of trauma that kai has really don't think any of our players have Many of our characters have have, to that level, having been captured, enslaved, forced to fight, and then start essentially killing your own people, um, and then coming to enjoy that. It was very much uh, uh, like uh, Russell Crowe in The Gladiator, you know, are you not entertained kind of thing, like got into it even though they hated it.
0: Well, uh, unfortunately, summer. Nobody picked Tazra as as their named favorite NPC. Uh, favorite PC. So, go ahead and break the tie. Who's <laughs> who's the who's the favorite who's the favorite PC of the of the of the party?
2: Uh, it that is such a hard question because, like JJ said, you know, I love a little bit of everybody's thing, but I think I think. I like Kai a lot really because like you you like the character learns like our characters learn about her trauma and her past so you see why she is the way she is and like even with me or like my character finding out that she that they are actually a she and like you know I got that trust in her, even though it was hard at first for her to trust me, but I feel like we kind of connected a little bit and it made me understand her character more and realize, and I think she just played really good. I, I, I gotta be honest, I'm in a in a way I'm going to really miss Richard because Tom played it him so good <laughs> I'm gonna miss Richard
0: mm-hmm. yeah everybody's gonna miss Richard until he comes <laughs> back as the BBEG <laughs> He's out there somewhere
2: somewhere he, he's gonna I, be I, there I, I, we're, there's
0: we're gonna. there's gonna there's gonna be a series of roles that will be off screen I'm just gonna kind of do them every now and again. And then it's it's gonna be like Richard's gonna you know come back and he's gonna be seething with anger. He couldn't get his revenge elsewhere, so he's gonna go yeah. take it out on you guys. And I don't yeah.
3: think
0: it's uh I, I don't think that's outside of the
3: realm of possibility. Uh, we're gonna encounter Richard and he's wearing Brandon's face like uh, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Oh your, your, you won't know who
0: who Brandon is. Nobody no you know the, the I said the off talk talked about but never seen Brandon.
3: Yeah. It's actually it's a it's it's like a, oh I just I just lost it. It's like the <laughs> nameless, faceless entity who's everyone and no one. Mm. Right yeah.
1: Richard Willow changed his name again.
0: <laughs> John, Johnson oh, yeah, Fitzwell. Yeah. bits well. <laughs> God. <Ooh. laughs>
2: and then like with Samson's character, I feel like it was really nice to have another dwarf. So so that was really nice. You know, it sure. He's like way older, but like I don't know, I feel like Tazra's just like with his character she kind of she's kind of like oh hey he's like me just a little bit but just not as um maybe forward <laughs> as tazra is and yeah there there's a bit of an age gap but you know
0: yeah i mean that was a question that a few JJ hundred asked. years yeah <laughs> yeah jj asked that question in the chat i have it on my list like the tazra have some daddy issues <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we, oh. we, we, we kind of see a little bit of that in her, in her, her Hupa interaction. So, yeah.
2: I think a little bit. I think she has a little bit, but she like, <laughs> I I think. um
0: I think Samson's actually older than, than Tazra's dad would be. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tazer's dad would have been probably about somewhere between 100 and 120 right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because Tazer's what? Late 20s or early 30s now at this point in time?
2: Yeah, around about that. So, like, I, I think she on top of him being a dwarf, you know? I I think that's why she's kind of like, yeah, you know what? I kind of can connect to him so let's just let's just roll with it (laughs) and like he was nice to her from the get-go and I think she like you know she was like oh this is such a nice person
3: well yeah there's definitely on on that side the fact that it was another dwarf so it's like oh hey cool somebody I can connect with on levels but yeah than yeah, everything else, like, hmm, okay, this is, hmm, this is new. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he he may be over two hundred, but he doesn't look a day over like you know one thirty-five. He stays in shape. <laughs> <laughs> he he went gray early. He went gray early,
2: but Kai is definitely chi they, them. Are, I believe, my favorite.
0: Okay. So we know we got to get to this question. What was your favorite moment from this season, M?
4: I really, really, really loved Tazra walking in on Kai sleeping. <laughs> that was just a golden moment. It was a lot of fun to play, and I just I felt the panic in Summer's voice
2: <laughs> <laughs> when it happened that was, too. <laughs> that was a really good moment,
4: and it was really hard not to just laugh throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and trying yeah. to just decide whether or not Tazer dies <laughs> or <laughs> lives.
0: I mean, I thought it was I thought it was that was a great interaction with that, with you two on
3: that one
4: yeah
0: JJ your favorite moment
3: oh man just as scrolling through the notes that I made there's like so many yeah, I really enjoyed Richard's uh, sales pitch at the beginning like in his introduction during the first episode <laughs> yeah uh, the what come one come all uh, I can't remember. I, I started to jot it down I, I didn't get the rest of it but uh, that was really good like we need a, a, a really good intro recording of that Tom Need to like rehearse it and get it clean cut and have some like fanfare in the background. Yeah, of course, Tazra's double crits—it's really good. This was less less of a campaign moment, more of a player moment. The skimiters was was just fun to constantly.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll never live it down.
3: Overall, though, you know, I really, I really enjoyed the. the kind of combat and an RP of that first big fight we got into when Samson was trying his damnedest to keep everybody alive and parlay with the, the head bandit guy and every time he brought Kai up she just immediately started swinging again like didn't know when to just sit down shut up and listen and then like at the end of that fight finally brought her back and then just kind of picked her up and was kind of like get up and then kind of let her back on the ground and walked away almost like a, a disappointed dad kind of thing like you gotta be freaking kidding me <laughs> it was just that was a fun moment just just overall to, to play as, as that kind of character especially since uh, contrasting to Dracus where he, he was trying to keep everybody alive and he would have felt bad somebody you know, knocking out or, or actually dying and this is like you dumbasses like could you could we have screwed this up anymore
0: Summer your favorite moment from the season
2: I really loved me walking in on Kai yeah like that that was just one of those moments where like like I was so into character and she was as well and like it was just one of those scenes where it was like very serious, but it was also hilarious. And you were just like, you didn't really know how to react.
0: Like I could, I could, I I really pictured at that point in time, I pictured summer walking in on an androgynous M and seeing, (laughs) you know, the thing that M was actually female.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And like, because like I, I had the actual face reactions as well. Like the whole shockness. Like, oh my god. I can't believe I just seen this. Kind of thing. <laughs> and like JJ said, I, the whole opening of Tom was just amazing. And then I guess one that somebody hasn't mentioned was when we were sitting there and JJ's character was like, What are you guys drinking? And we were just like, um the coffee you made? <laughs> yeah. Like that that was like a really good moment. <laughs> and you're just like like is this guy is this guy stupid or something? <laughs> like what is wrong with him? But yeah. I think those those are my, my favorite moments. All
1: right, Tom. Um, I'd say, honestly, I, I really like the, the fight scene between Richard and Kai where she got his whip for the first time when he tried to lash her and he dropped it. I, I think it's just a uh, good good motivation for Richard.
4: <laughs> it's very childish.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just, you know, it, it really showed the... Uh, the connection between those two and their relationship. Just like, you know what, bitch, I'm taking this. Just like he knew about it too. Just like right in front of him, like, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> but I thought that that was a pretty good one.
0: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, you know, the, in Adventures in Theria, Cypress got his ass whooped well, by Drakis a couple of times. So that was that was fun. So I mean, you're, you know, instead instead of it being JJ's JJ's character this time, it was M's character that, you know, that 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 put a little bit of a beat down, and, and certainly, uh, you know, Summer's character, you know, Tazra certainly put her put the yeah, you know, really put the ass whoopings on him too.
3: So real quick, glancing over my notes, there was one, not favorite but still notable, uh, when we sat there and for. Probably a good ten minutes inspected the shit out of that road where we kind of crossed the first like paved road and we're like insight check the road, percept history check the road, religion check the road. Was just, that, was just was, that,
0: that was that was that was the moment that that my buddy talked about was the was the road. That was the one he's he's like, dude, there's no way in hell if I was playing a character, I would not go down that road. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, no. He's, he's he's like, dude. I I he's like, I teach history and I coach football, and like, if I was one of those characters playing in there, I would not have went down that road. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Well, guys, that's all of the questions that I have for you. Do you have any questions for me?
3: Hmm. Obviously, you have plans and, and, and ideas, but like, like I guess I don't want to ask how how long are we gonna take this this campaign in this this kind of world. Uh, I mean, I'm good for whatever. I just more of a general question, you uh, know, because this could easily turn into a DNR theria type situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got it set to where like I I have a good idea of the map between, yeah, where you're at Niago now and what to uh, try to recover Kai's brother, Varys? Varys? Varys. Varys. So, I mean, I have I got I know what I've kind of got. I've got like I said I've got I've got it kind of outlined. I don't have kind of rough drafted in there i mean and i don't railroad you guys at all i mean you guys you know if you want to if you want to ride the rail you certainly can but i mean i'm not you know forcing you guys to do anything you guys could have went on ahead and went to brandon or, or try to go to brandon with that box you know so i mean there there you know you had stuff that was built in that you could have that you could have done uh, so, I mean, but there's side quests, and you know, I got a couple of ideas for a few things, uh, and of course, it's also going to depend on what you know Tom pitches to me too, uh, because you know, ladies and gentlemen, Tom's not going anywhere. It's just, it just Richard, Richard left. So, but yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got ideas. I mean, and it's, it certainly could be. I've got, I've got, I've kind of got. This pocket of the world, this uh, this area of the world, is is kind of built. Uh, I've got ideas for some of the rest of the world if you were to ever go that way. Uh, but you know that just kind of depends on what you know what your characters decide. If I'm gonna go ahead and you know go ahead and write that in, you know it's it's kind of like mm-hmm. that meme where you know Simba and Mufasa are you know looking out over the Pride Lands and. You know, Simba says, What's that? You know, what's that dark place over there? And it's like, D- You should never go there.
3: I haven't drawn it out yet. What's the meme? <laughs> well, uh, touching on that, um, it was uh, campaign two of, again, not a name-, name drop, but a very popular D&D podcast. That actually happened where the party went a direction, went down a tunnel. And came out onto a whole different section of the world that the dm hadn't built yet and he had to like on the fly build some stuff and then take that and run with it and essentially they built just because they took a certain tunnel and an entire different half of the world
0: well if, if that's the case then the dm didn't do his job if he gave an option that he didn't flesh out that they could feasibly take in a very short time frame that's his fault uh, you know as 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 a as a dm you know i i subscribe to the rodrigo lopez thought process of of DMing. It's like child please my contingencies have contingencies <laughs> you know i'm you know and you know and, and hiding the rails and things like that You know, playing a linear campaign is not a bad thing, but if you're not going to play a linear campaign or you're going to give your players an option right away to a spot that you have not developed, that's just dumb. You know, like you, you should, you should, you should have that fleshed out. If you're giving your characters three options, that's that's like me going into my into my classroom tomorrow, and saying, okay, well, these are the three options of, of assignment that we could do today. I have option one fully fleshed out, option two fully fleshed out, option three I haven't even looked at, and then every class chooses option three, and I haven't, I have no idea what I'm doing. That's
3: just irresponsible. Well, and it's been a while since. I listened to that, but they were just talking about it like a post-game type thing. And I think it was just... Had the, the a lot of the outline done and, and had plenty of it done, but just wasn't fully ready to throw it in. It's just they, they
5: completely
3: went left field. Like, ooh, shiny, dropped what they were doing in the middle of something and went a whole different direction when they were like, they've been hard-focused on this what they were originally doing for like two or three episodes. And then it was just like, like, eh, okay, I'm done playing with this. I'm going this way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, if you guys were to,
0: because if you wanted to get somewhere, I haven't drawn out yet. You would take you time to get there. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's what makes it irresponsible is there was mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like there was any time for them to get there. Yeah. Um, uh, that that's what feels irresponsible to me is that you know, you should have if you were going to give them that option and it was going to be that easy to get there and you're going to be there that episode uh, you should have you sh- you should have had at least the introduction to that done and ready to rock and roll and that's how you would end your episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, now I'm I'm bashing. <laughs> I don't know who I'm bashing here. i am not am not a I'm not a. I, just the, the the great big ones. I don't have like I just I don't I don't listen to them. You know I just I I like I tried and I just don't like it's just not my style. It's not that's not for me. It's I know there's plenty of people out there that that love it and that they, they enjoy doing it. I just I feel like that's it's just not for me.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like for and for me to bash that person. Here I am. I've got a I've got a listenership of. Eh, 50 to 100 unique views per, per episode over a six month time span uh, versus there you know they, you know they've, they've had a hundred downloads in the first 15 seconds that that' it's been <laughs> that's been open. So I mean, yeah you know, what do I know? I'm a uh, you know you know backwoods backwoods redneck from the you know the hill piney Hills North Louisiana. What do you see? Do what?
1: <laughs> that's a louisiana
0: yeah uh, I, I have tried my best to culture the the redneck out of my voice but sometimes it comes through i mean you can obviously tell i'm not from the north you can tell you can tell i'm from somewhere in the south but i tried to get the hickishness and redneckishness out of my my speaking voice
1: so it now. just comes out on drunk nights right
0: Uh, Oh it comes out on a football field I can tell you that much (laughs) Anything else for me What was your Favorite moment Uh, My Favorite moment would Probably be Where I was explaining Refrigerators Microwaves Stoves Mm. to you guys Like just the (laughs) And the, and the reason behind it is because that was, it made me think about how to describe something to a person who had no idea what these things were. And, that, and it was a challenge for me, like up until this point, you know, I, it was a challenge to describe the road. It was a challenge to describe this, but just describing all those pieces of technology all at once. I had to sit there and think about how I was going to describe each one of those things. And then your reactions to each of those things. And you're looking at the at the guy who's explaining to you what these are. And like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There's beer in that one. <laughs> it was, was basically <laughs> what happened. I was like, yep, there's beer in that one. And then the next morning, Samson makes coffee. Yeah.
3: Well, and and kind of to I hate pat myself on the back, but all of our credit is like when it was something as simple as we didn't take running water at face value. We're like, what do you mean? Like, it's automatically hot. You don't have to heat it up or we we don't have to like kill this and skin this and, and cook this. It's already made and just being able to almost disconnect from what we know you know irl and uh, get into that mindset of yeah none of this exists in your head so you're gonna have to ask dumb questions
2: yeah
1: now I was, I was thinking uh, another scene I liked was a uh, Kai and Richard's uh, gym scene where oh, everyone yeah. just knew his yeah. little scrawny ass was going to fail everything, but his, his hatred and determination pulled him through.
0: Just just, just pure spite drove him.
1: Yeah, yeah, just pure spite got him through that. I was for sure, like, he was going to get a crit one, drop the bar on his neck or something. I was waiting. Just, I, he's like, I'm going to be goddamn if I, if I let this bitch show me up. <laughs> well, right, kinda... not, not after I've hit on this, this uh, gym lady once or twice.
3: I think it's funny, in hindsight, looking back, you failed your death saves, but by God, you got that bar up. He didn't have any (laughs) say
1: in death saves. He could have died there and been happy. (laughs) But he couldn't be embarrassed in that gym. (laughs) I wonder if his business is going to flourish in his time out or if (laughs) if it's going to (laughs) fail. You
0: might find him with a boutique next. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, you'll stop in to see a sh- see a shopkeeper and be like wait
3: Richard
0: And he's got his like, own red light district now he'll be like I've been waiting for
3: you oh God.
0: <laughs>
4: he's selling Samson's clothes he left in the cart
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it would it, oh, almost no. be funnier though if he was like a Walk into an herbalist shop, and he's some like Dalai Lama, you know, transcended, you know, a uh, 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 Cheech and Chong, hey man, Namaste. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's my, oh, yeah. He, he's,
0: lit- he's literally the 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 naked elephant from uh, from Zootopia.
3: <laughs> the the uh, 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 I was thinking more of the the smelly uh, like uh, buffalo. Pit. The one that uh, Tommy yeah, Tom that, yeah. played. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> oh boy! No, it's, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Like it, it irritates me listening back to the episodes. That, there at the beginning, for whatever reason, my audio was still being troublesome. But there at the end, it, it definitely got better. Um, yeah, new computer, new mic that helped the, the, the last episode that you dropped it was a lot better which made me feel better because I I hated that just felt like my recording was bringing things down and that, that just affected yeah. like, me personally uh, but it, overall it's been a ton of fun and, uh, amazing what you know a chance email to something else brought about. We obviously lost uh, lost one there at the beginning, but that was for the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't <laughs> think
0: we would still be playing no.
3: together if that hadn't happened. Well, I think we'd have just, just let him loose and gone, done our own thing. Yeah, we'd have just been like,
0: eh.
3: Pan blocked. Report. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh. and, you know, Tom uh, was like, "Yeah, I know somebody." And bringing in Summer, which has been uh, awesome. Uh, I think it's a good balance—two yeah. you know, guys, two girls—to balance everything out. Uh, M doesn't feel by herself.
1: But and who knows? I could have had like my feet like OnlyFans up and like making money if the other dude was here, though.
3: Who's that?
0: <laughs> what is that? M would yeah. be whoring. M would be whoring her feet
3: on OnlyFans.
4: <laughs> yeah, I could have been making money.
3: Uh, more like, you know, getting uh, pics of her client's feet. That way she doesn't mm-hmm. have any as much moral uh, problems doing it.
0: So but here well, let, me ta- person, let me let ta- me let me take pictures of this so I can put it up on the <laughs> yeah, put it your up on, looks on so yeah. nice <laughs> let's, let's take pictures of the thing.
5: <laughs>
4: Man, stop
1: selling <laughs> pictures of other people's feet without their consent. What kind of charge is that?
4: Why are you why are you putting the pedicure water into individual containers, Emily? What are you doing? Oh no.
1: <laughs> gross. The
3: water, no.
0: Oh gross.
3: Just when you think you've heard the worst thing possible.
0: <laughs> the pedicure water. <laughs> oh no. Something of the I'm just I'm just imagining what the pedicure water would look like if I went for one, and I'm like, oh.
3: no, 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 that that no that, that no. The, the scene from uh, Dumb and Dumber where they bust out the 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 grinder on the toenails comes to mind. <laughs> uh, I I almost have to do that with mine.
4: Emily, I, why I... are you saying the f- saving the foot shavings from the floor? Why are they going into bags? <laughs> what are you doing?
2: Oh. <laughs>
5: Oh. <laughs> <The> <laughs> toenails.
2: No. I I wish I lived closer to UM because I really need uh my my, my foot my feet shaved. I don't I don't uh. like my toes touched, so like <laughs> that'd be the only <laughs> thing you were you were doing. But I oh, like maybe you know. Yeah, you know, you can paint them. Just don't, don't, don't clip them, and you know, and very just give all my, get all my shavings.
4: I know how to hold your feet so it doesn't tickle.
0: Oh, that would be perfect. Oh. <laughs> and then of course JJ posts that picture. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, um, oh but- guys. Well, I think that's thank uh, think. I, th- I think we're kind of at a good stopping point, so we do want to say uh, this will be our last recording for a minute with Summer because she has to go and have a baby. Yes. So, Can't. which I I, th- I think will I think I have enough stuff in the can uh, to you know to cover till we get till till she comes back, uh, but we're going to. I we're gonna to try to we're gonna record some stuff in the meantime. Uh, I've got you know if, if one of us has a has a friend that wants to jump in, that might be you know, might be something to do. Uh, I, I'll talk to a buddy of mine. actually I got a couple of buddies of mine that might be interested so
3: uh, I'll uh, I've actually got a guy too that that, that might be um, so we can figure yeah. out how to get them on and see if, the, if they work out at all.
5: Yeah,
4: Yeah. or my sister if we want to keep the female. Yeah. Equivalent going.
0: Yeah, we're a family. I've got, I've got a, I've got a buddy of mine who has actually designed another game called Tortured Earth, that yeah was a lot of fun. So I might even see if he wants to come in and and DM a a one shot for us. Oh,
4: that'd be fun.
0: So I mean, I can see if he's, I can see if he's available for any of that. I don't know if he's available on weekdays
3: mm-hmm.
0: I'd have to I'd have to check them I haven't talked to him in, in quite a while but, and then I have another guy that played which he, I ran a D&D group for him so, uh, but then another guy that was in that same group I could probably talk to a couple of them they were you know, pretty good role players uh, I know one of them definitely has the audio set up to be able to do so I mean, he's actually literally an audio engineer so that uh, didn't work, man. So, I'll, I'll uh, you. are right. I'll
2: miss uh, you guys. i no,
0: I'll miss you. But I mean, are. but I mean, you're not going anywhere. So I mean,
2: exactly, just you know, it's gotta I'll pop have, this have baby Davis. out.
0: <laughs> pop the baby out and get it, get him or her. I don't remember which it is. It's a boy. Yeah, yeah, it's a him. So it's a, remember, yeah. we were talking about the circumcision thing before. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. right. We sure did talk about the circumcision thing. Well, we won't talk about that again tonight. But
3: yeah,
0: yeah. You know, so just cut it short right here. Cut,
3: <laughs> cut it short. Um, yeah, just, I'm just you know, I'm gonna just snip it here at the end. Just,
4: oh, uh, stop! stop.
3: <laughs> yeah, we we'll have to just. We'll so, so I thought uh, we'll just... Emma was
1: trying to keep. Us away from our family. Has your sister heard this stuff yet?
3: <laughs> yeah, there's that.
4: She she would be fine. She'll fit we, right in.
0: We might we might have to take it take it back to at least PG thirteen. She's yep, twenty one. Well, uh, oh, just, but when we to take it back to PG thirteen, because you don't want her going back to like, well, huh? Let me listen to what what you know the stuff that came before. <laughs> Mom, do you know
4: <laughs> what? Emma's been doing. Okay, listen, I have so much blackmail on her; she could not.
0: <laughs> oh, that's how that's, that's how loving lot sisters lot are. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll just uh we'll we'll just slice it on off, and I think that's a good time for us to stop for the evening. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, see, I see. We're cheating on Craig now. What? Oh no, it is him in here. Okay, never. I saw something else on the side. The yeah, Avray. <laughs> Av- yeah, Av- yeah,
0: they're they're both
1: Avray. Av- um, well, I'm not talking to Avray. She's
0: not, oh Avray. Av- that's uh, that's been that's in the, here. Yeah, that's the that's the five E bot. If you wanted to roll, if we ever wanted to do like pulling character seats and roll stuff here in Discord.
1: Oh, okay. I'm just behind on the time, guys. My bad.
3: Yeah, that's been here for like six <laughs> months, dude. That's what happens when you fall asleep during sessions, Tom.
4: Yeah. Ooh, left asleep old. On the call.
1: I'm old, and I have all these all these you know other people keeping me up all night. It's not my fault.
3: <laughs> well, actually, yeah. it is.
4: you yeah, chose it, this it, life.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, I you, drop you off went. on M four step.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> you you went in. You went in raw dog, dog. You get yo. Know, that was that was all on you. Yeah, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> unfortunately, Tom and his <laughs> two kids
4: that don't even look the same age, <laughs> even though they're twins.
1: <laughs> rude, rude. <laughs> well,
4: they're both. They're very cute, but like. <laughs> I don't know which one it is, but one of them looks so much older than the other one. One well, that always
1: looks like he's sad with the big head. <laughs> yeah. Poor old Samuel.
5: Sammy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Poor old, old guy. They look totally different, though. They they definitely do.
4: They do. Like... He's lived a hard past life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was reincarnated. <laughs>
5: <sighs> this,
1: I, they, this got twins of <laughs> totally
0: different ages. <laughs> well, they call those Irish twins. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you
2: know, but, but Elijah's gonna be like on the go.
1: My, my that, man doesn't stop moving.
2: No. When when me and Justin were there that morning, oh my god, he never stopped. <laughs> like Justin had him on his knees and his legs were like bah, 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 bah. and I'm just like you mm, you're gonna be the one trying
1: so hard to crawl but he just can't get the movement like he just rocks back, <laughs> back and forth and it pisses him off <laughs> so bad he's like there's something right there and I want it and it works and works and works but it takes him like 15 minutes to move that foot that makes him so mad <laughs> oh. that's hilarious. He'll, he'll uh, get it eventually. He's working on it. Sammy, on the other hand, is just like, bitch, pick me up. What <laughs> do like, you mean, move on my own? Move on my own? That's
2: robustus. Like, I yeah. am a prince and you're going to treat me like one. Move me. Yeah, they're
1: born at the same time I have totally different attitudes about everything.
2: <laughs> they do. I can't believe I'm starting over Oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> And it's a Good, whole new right? Whole right.
2: new world
0: well, I mean mm-hmm. at least you're younger than me When I when we started our, our, our Had our second
1: Right Summer's freaking baby of the group Besides them They're both
0: babies no, I, was, oh. hell, I, was, I, was, I was 38 when Henry was born So Really Yes Henry's 4 and I'm 42 now Oh my like, god. Yeah. Yeah, so so at least you're at least you're getting it done young.
2: Yeah, that that's what that's one thing that I said after Aubrey. I was like, if I have another one, it's gonna be young. I was like, it's it's gotta be within like five or seven years. Cause I'm not gonna be thirty something and have oh, like oh. another one.
0: Whoa, whoa. <laughs>
2: hey, hey look, look.
0: Look, whoa, whoa. Your, your choices are your choices Tom put, put the gun I, down I married... Tom, stop taking shots
2: <laughs> I married an older man okay
1: that's, that's he's, true. He's,
2: he's he's eight years older than me so I couldn't help his age I'm the age now
1: I mean you could when if, I met you him know. you weren't into older men apparently
2: I didn't really know he was that old.
1: Like, hair did give it away. So no,
2: man, lie, huh? you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you know, you just bald a little bit younger. <laughs> there, there's men that are out there.
0: Well, I mean, my, my dad had a horseshoe at 17, so.
2: Yeah. My dad got gray when he was like 15. Yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't think nothing of it, and then like I think we were like on our second or third date and I was like, "How old are you?" He <laughs> was like 26 and I was like, "Oh. Well, I'm 12."
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> <12. laughs> um
0: we we don't look at it as he was robbing the cradle. We look at it as you're robbing the grave.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That that, that sounds better.
0: Yeah, I mean there, there <laughs> there's yeah, I'm you know, I'm i I'm almost exactly six months older than Stacy, and she, she, she rubs that in that I'm 42 now. She's still 41.
3: <laughs> oh, I had that discussion not long ago. Well, I was like, "Are you? Come are you turning 37 or are you already 37? Turning 38?" I Said, "No, I'm already 37." And then she just this biggest smile. Oh, you're almost 40. I'm like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah my wife, wife has to remind me of my age
3: <laughs> your uh, wife is how old JJ oh let's see I can't do math and I don't keep up with it in human or vampire years well that yeah there's that too
0: <laughs> how many times has she been 29 I guess is what you <laughs> need to ask <laughs> I mean, it's
3: only, only, only uh, three years well almost four you know me My my birth is in in January.
1: These ladies are getting close to the lying point. At what age are you two gonna start lying about that age?
2: Nah, I ain't gonna lie about my age. I am what I am, I feel what I am. But that's like some people are just like, just wait until you get this age, and I'm like, look, I know how I'm feeling. This is
1: how old I feel today. When you're young, you always wish you were a little bit older to, you know, start smoking or drinking or driving or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like uh, you get past that and yeah. you're like, well, shit. What now?
4: I fell down the stairs last week and I'm like, oh, I did not recover fast from that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting old. <laughs>
3: this is the worst free trial I've ever been to. So you time. didn't bounce back, like, in I one day? I didn't!
4: I had to sit down for a few seconds I'm like, oh, I can't get up.
2: (laughs) Oh, I did that. (laughs) I did that like three years ago and I was like, yeah, that would have put me at 23 and I was like, oh my god, like it took my breath and I was just like, it took me like at least a month to fully kind of feel better with my back because like I had Aubrey in my arms, so I like, I sat there and like went (laughs) on my back, so she would so we wouldn't tumble forward, Mm -hmm. and like my back hit every single Mm -hmm. little step, and I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh my god! Like my parents were like, oh my gosh, Summer, what happened? And I was like. Mm, I just need a minute! I'm like, take her, take her! And they were like, Oh my god, should we call someone? And I'm like,
5: <gasps> Just
2: leave me here
4: for a second. I didn't have a child, but I did me, throw my, my sandwich on the floor.
2: It's really oh, no. sad. No, not the sandwich! <laughs> no. Not the sandwich! That makes me remember when
1: my... My wife fell fell down the steps of my parents' house. So like these long straight wooden you know, steps. I'm just sitting up in my room, you know, waiting for it to come up when we were younger and uh lost in her uh, <laughs> like she, she didn't have steps in any of
0: every house. I was just like, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright guys, well, I gotta get on off of here. I'll get early.
2: Yeah, I gotta <laughs> If this kid cough medicine, if she's awake. I, I keep yep, hear, hear her going, oh! <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, Huh, I don't hear any pitter pattering into my room. So maybe that means you're still asleep, but... Yeah, and then wake her up real early and... Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. I'll All be glad guys. when this human's out. <laughs> this
0: human's out. Well, y'all have All a good right. night. You too, brother. Yeah. See you good, night. good
1: night,
5: guys.
4: Good night, Bye. Craig.
1: Bye, Craig. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Bye.
4: Bye,
1: everyone. Good night.
5: Good night.
0: We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Our off-season starts on our next release date with the Tidewater Tales, set in a new world which I hope to create another synopsis trailer for before it drops. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a production of the Torture Gnome Podcast Network. Copyright 2023.